I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing the harmonic triads of the Enneagram, but first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is, it is absolutely gorgeous outside. Right now it is 76 degrees. The birds are in the yard and the flowers are out and the sun feels so good on the skin. It is a good day to be in our yard. The thorn, I actually don't know if I mentioned this, but I am pretty close to my grandparents and one of them had passed away a couple of years ago and the other one um, had a heart attack last week. So um, that's a pretty sad, scary feeling and that's the truth of what's going on behind the scenes. My bud is still the summit. I feel like you're probably tired of hearing that, but I had two really good interviews today and it's exciting. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still really looking forward to that. It's funny to like spend all of this time making something with people, kind of compiling people, pulling speakers in, receiving their workshops, interviewing people, doing these panels, and we're still the only ones to have seen it. So it's really exciting to know that, okay, on Monday, all eyes are going to be on this amazing thing that I feel really proud of that we put together. So that is exciting. All right, friends, let's dive into the harmonic triads. You, you may have heard me say things in the past like both of those are positive outlook types, and that's where this comes into play. So that's what we're discussing today. The Enneagram has an amazing set of patterns of three. There are lots of different combinations of three in the Enneagram system. Three centers, three stances, three subtypes, and the harmonic triads are just one of those groupings of three. This is the three ways we manage our disappointment. When something bad happens or we don't get what we want, how do we cope when things don't go our way? So we have the positive outlook types, types 9, 2, and 7, the competency types, types 1, 3, and 5, and then finally the reactive group, which is 4, 6, and 8. So first let's look at the positive outlook group. These again are types 9, 2, and 7. In this grouping, when our needs aren't being met or something goes awry, the types attempt to put a positive spin on the situation or even on their feelings. So the strategy is to balance out or erase the negative with a positive. For twos, this looks like ignoring the negative that's happening with it within you and focusing instead on the needs of others. If they can sacrifice, even when things are hard, maybe they will be loved. I often think of this like if bad things happen, then maybe I can be good enough to counteract that. This can lead to sacrificial burnout, giving way more than you have to give and making things ultimately feel harder for yourself. Now for sevens, it can look like replacing negative things with fun or happy distractions. Like maybe if I keep out, out running the bad things happening, I can only feel the good things. Another method for sevens is the reframe. This bad thing happened, but if that bad thing hadn't have happened, then this great thing wouldn't have happened. I would, I would get a flat tire at one point in my life and convince myself it's a good thing because otherwise I wouldn't have met the nice AAA guy or I may have gotten into a car accident otherwise. Who's to know? Now, this can lead to being uncomfortable with other people's problems, right? When other people are having really intense, strong emotions and you are so used to reframing or outrunning or distracting yours, 
it can be difficult to sit with the problems of another. Now, for nines, they may attempt to get their needs met through ignoring the negative, numbing to the fact that they have needs and that others have needs at all, like sticking your finger in, in your ears and like, go la 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 la, it's not happening. This isn't real. These problems aren't, don't exist. And obviously, this is a ticking time bomb. We can only ignore our problems or our frustrations or the bad things happening to us and to others for so long. We have two more groupings to cover, but first, a quick word from today's podcast sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Upstart. When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments, keeping you in an endless cycle of debt. Upstart can help you get ahead. It's the fastest and easiest way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Now, unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and your employment history. So this means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash egram. That's upstart.com slash egram. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash egram. Thank you, Upstart, for supporting the podcast. So our second group is the competency group. So this includes types one, threes, and fives. Now, what this looks like for the competency group when faced with trials and problems to solve, they focus on what they know, leaning on their competency. Now this takes three unique flavors. For our type ones, this looks for like leaning on logic to find the right way to be, the right way to do things. What's the correct answer? So when things don't go their way, they don't get what they want, they focus on finding the problem and solving that problem. And typically, type ones have moral rules, societal rules, what's appropriate that they like to follow, and they prefer to kind of stick to, stick to what's appropriate, stick to what is right, and they expect for others to, to operate in the same way. Now, for our type threes, they get to work, right? They, they're going to take action on fixing the problem. The, the difference here between one and three is that threes are willing to bend the rules to make that happen, whereas ones are going to expect themselves and others to stay along the, the straight and narrow, if you will. The thought process here for our threes is that if I can just focus on solving this problem, fixing the, the thing that's upsetting me, solving the issue at hand, then I don't have time for emotions. And I, I want to say that they, it's like the, the negative things that are happening can't even be felt because they're so focused on expending their energy to solve the problem. And so when they finally find a solution, it's like checking that off the list, done, gold star. And I never had to feelings, feel my feelings at all. For our Enneagram fives, they prefer to deal with difficulties and things that come their way by removing their emotions 
from the situation altogether, right? I They kind of go up into their head, focus on solving the problem intellectually. And if they're not already an expert at the situation, they're going to learn as much as they can, kind of go into research mode to solve the problem that way. Now, our final group is the reactive group. Now, the reactive groups are types four, six, and eight. Now, for this type, when things don't go their way, they focus on responding to the difficulty by reacting with their emotions. So they may have strong feelings and opinions about things and they want the people around them to kind of feel the same way when things go wrong. So they're gonna try and get you to on board with how they feel as a reaction to the negative thing that's happening. For example, when I went to my first Enneagram training, we had this role play when we were learning the harmonic triads where we talked about what if there's an E. coli outbreak and how would you respond in the situation? And the fours, a lot of the fours were like, I would want to feel this and I would want everyone to feel what I was feeling. I would want them to be as frustrated or as scared as I felt. So when our Enneagram 4 is dealing with something stressful or a difficulty or um, a negative emotion, they, they want to, you to meet them there in that emotionality. They don't hide their feelings, but they are looking for someone, they want to be seen for who they are and how they feel and the truth of their experience. They, depending on their subtype, may over-identify with their pain and want help taking care of it. Now for our Enneagram 6s, when things come up, they bring out the anxiety and they wonder if they can handle the intensity of the emotions that are coming up. For some sixes, they may become defensive, they may put some walls up. Now, while others may kind of pull back and look for support from the people that they trust and people that they respect. Now, when an Enneagram 8 is faced with difficulty, they want their opinions to be known. They want you to hear the truth of how they feel about the situation. And oftentimes this can look like anger. They really want other people to honor the injustice of the situation. Like we are in a situation that is not fair. Things are, things are being done wrong and like I have opinions about it that need to be heard. Oftentimes, eights also feel responsible for people in a situation like this. So they will come in and take the lead. I've had one of the, in that E. coli outbreak scenario, one of the eights said, I feel like this is my building. And this is not, it was not their building. They worked there. They were saying, I feel like this is my building and therefore I am responsible for everyone else's experience. And so I need to make sure everyone is okay. So they might kind of step in and become the leader to solve the problem and ultimately to guarantee a positive outcome in their mind. So this is just a little taste of the harmonic triads for you all. Let me know. Come hang out with me on Instagram. Um, if you don't know, my Instagram is actually Sarah Jane Case. It's not Enneagram and Coffee. So come hang out with me at Sarah Jane Case on Instagram. Have this conversation with me. I would love to hear your thoughts. And as our closer, uh, my little over here wanted to share his bud. Yep. His bud. Let me give him the mic. What do you got? Well, summer break is coming up soon, and I can't wait for COVID to end so everyone can go to the beach again because I miss the beach so much.
seriously. Mm, that's relatable. <laughs> Thank you all for joining me for today's episode. As always, I'll see you Monday for the Bye. next one. Bye.